Well, good morning and welcome to Press Church. My name is Sean Lee and I'm the lead pastor here. Uh, for those of you who may be new or visiting uh, for the first time, we're so glad that you're here. And for everybody watching online, uh, thank you for joining us. I hope you're doing well. Uh, it is crazy. We're in December. It's hard to believe it's December. I know, right? Let's just, I, I think we should all just take a second, take a deep breath. Ah, just exhale. There you go. I think we all just need that, right? Should we do one more? Let's do one more. Deep breath. Ah, exhale. There we go. Whatever's going on, we have some time here to just relax, be together, hear from God. Uh, this is a good time. Uh, if you would like to get your phone out, we have our QR code, which takes you to our weekly bulletin. And with this QR code, you can also get links to volunteer, to serve, to get baptized, to let us know that you're new. If you're new here, click that. There's an I'm new link that you can click on. You can give through this. If you like to give online, this is links to everything. So you can click on the, that QR code through your phone. If you, if, you, if you know how to do that, get your phone, tap on it. It'll give you a link all that good stuff. Um, so that way you can be up to date on everything going on. I do want to highlight uh, two things. Uh, first, this Tuesday is our last first and third mega group of the year. This will be a Christmas-themed first and third. You don't want to miss it. You want to be here. It's going to be at 7 p.m. here at the church, and there may be an ugly Christmas sweater competition. So if you guys have any fun uh, ugly Christmas sweaters, Come in those. Uh, but we want to see you there. It's our last one of the year. Uh, also, today is the last day or last Sunday to drop off toys. We are delivering toys later this week for the toy drive that we are doing uh, in partnership with the Delaware Dream Center. Um, so if for some reason you don't have your toys today, uh, we will be at the church this week if you want to drop off some toys. But we are going to be delivering them, I believe, on Thursday. So between Monday and Wednesday, if you don't have them today, uh, Again, you can email us and let us know. But that is the last week uh, to do that. And then last but not least, we have the Go campaign. This is something we introduced at the end of November. And this is an end-of-the-year giving campaign where we're asking everybody to consider giving one month extra of giving. So whatever your normal monthly giving, uh, giving or tithing is, we're asking you to do one extra month. And what this does is allows us to uh, make up any budget gap that we have for the end of the year, but also to help fund some of our vision pieces that we want to do this next year, ways that we can reach the community uh, and make this experience better for you. So if you, hopefully you've been praying about that. We have two more weeks after today to do that. So make sure you're thinking about that. We've already had a lot of you uh, step up and start doing that. So we appreciate the support. All right, the real never-ending story. Over the next three weeks, we're going to be working through the, never, the real never-ending story. Uh, we are being invited into uh, this story. And it's a story that doesn't have an end, right? It's a story that goes on and on. And this season plays a vital piece of that story. Jesus Emmanuel, God with us, the celebration of God coming to earth. Jesus, baby in a manger, right? Who is this Jesus guy? Why is he so important? What is the big deal about Jesus, and what do we believe about him? And it's in this that we get a better picture of this story, this big story that God is, uh, is a part of. It is making and, and seeing Jesus for who he is plays a major role in this story. And so I'm going to invite us to watch our first, uh, our car talk 
excuse me, car talk for today. Uh, every week, our, our teaching team, our pastors get together, and we talk about the message. And so let's look at what the pastors have to say today. Christmas time is here. You guys ready for Christmas? Nope. <laughs> is one ever ready for Christmas? <laughs> and when you're a kid, you're always ready for Christmas, I guess. Well, yeah. Because you have no responsibility. It's yeah. not up to you to make it magical for everyone else. Yeah. It's, it's no wonder that during Christmas it's hard for us to actually... Um, remember or think about the reason we celebrate Christmas and you know you got all these catchy catchy slogans to try to remember you know Jesus is the reason for the season keep Christ in Christmas keep, keep Christ in Christmas <laughs> there's a lot of tradition and expectation right yes great expectations we like the warm cultural yeah element to it right yeah. nostalgia and there's nothing wrong with no, that. No, not at all. It's just, it, it kind of hides the deeper narrative of what's really going on, and it's almost even sometimes when you're um, bringing this stuff out in in a biblical uh, <laughs> examination, it's almost like, why are you ruining yeah, my Christmas? Yes, yeah, I was just about to say, like, it's that all based off of this. Yeah. Like, what's the problem? Why are you yeah. making getting so serious? Yeah. Stop getting so serious with this. Like, <laughs> yeah, and so we want it to be. A, we want to. Oh, this is a little baby, sweet baby Jesus, <laughs> right in the manger. And it's it's tough to kind of like hold on to some of these, you know, cultural and traditional things that are you know just that they're a part of our. Uh, certainly the American life, you know, right. yeah, and 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 then also dig deeper into the the real meaning of Christmas, you know. <laughs> Even saying that, it's right? Just... <laughs> it's like this is God coming to Earth in human form, right? Fully God, fully man. We like to think of it in terms of this cute, sweet little baby, <laughs> yeah. and yeah, fine, yeah, okay. He was, he was a baby. Yeah, he was a baby. But what that says is so much deeper. Yeah. And we don't really want to get into that exploration for the most part. We just want to, you know, do the thing. It's right. it's not like, hey, jettison your whole Christmas, you know, <laughs> <Right>. because. <laughs> It's yeah, unbiblical we're, or we're something. We're here to kill the Christmas vibe. <laughs> no, no more Christmas. <laughs> but that's the problem, right? I mean, it's it because we get distracted yeah. by all the other stuff. But yeah. Christmas is fun. Yeah. Like I said, it's fun. And there's I, nothing I, wrong I, with I, that. I want to I do gifts and yeah, you can go, and go look at lights right. and go get hot chocolate and go, you know, it's like do yeah. all the... Do the it, it's it's fun, you know what I mean? It's, it's yeah, you can swing to the other side, and there's like a, a you know a camp of people who are like, you can't celebrate Christmas because it's all a pagan ritual. Right, and right. And it's right. like, uh, okay, well, there's some truth to <laughs> right, the, right. you know, yeah. uh, the, the the pagan the or, aspects, the origins, story. yeah, you know, um, and it was political, you yeah, know, and right. and uh, the whole idea of December 25th and and uh, and all of this because newsflash. There's a maybe a one in 365 chance that <laughs> yeah. it was actually December 25th. But it seems like most scholars like that have traced when other things happened and timing and all that, you know, place it more like spring. Yeah, I think I've heard. I've the heard likelihood that. is right. that it's more when you know when 
but it's like, don't ruin that. Yeah. I want to imagine there was snow yeah. and Christmas <laughs> right. you know, in Palestine. the Middle East. And, yeah. <laughs> in that desert area that night. In the desert yeah. area. A Christmas miracle. Right. Yes. <laughs> it had lights strung on the trees <laughs> by the fire. One of the donkey's <laughs> nose turned red. It was amazing. <laughs> and it was a white baby Jesus. <laughs> right. Yes, blue eyes. I think had blonde hair. hair. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we say things, I often say triune God or three in one God. And um, it's always amazing to me how people can sometimes. Uh, think that Jesus was created. He's right. this this created being, and yeah. Jesus was not created. Mm. Jesus is fully God, and even the way the biblical narrative portrays him as a son, that is meant to convey the love. Right. It is not to say that he was actually a uh, son. The product of. Right. right. And when you dig into these deeper things, it can really cause people to wait, what are you, what, what are you talking about? Um, even Jesus refers to himself as the son, right? right? right. And, and, and the point being is this is to convey a relationship, not a literal meaning of father and son. Right. Um, yeah, it's a positional thing. It's not a familial thing. Yes. And so this narrative of the Christmas story is such a powerful unfolding of God's message of love mm-hmm. and his drawing us into mm-hmm. this story. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're being invited in. And and really the question is are you going to respond? Mm. All right. Uh, so I feel like there's there's two elements to our conversation today. Uh, the first part is uh, an understanding of what we actually believe about God. Uh, what do we actually believe about who God is? And then the second part is, how does this actually impact our lives? Uh, what is our, as Jason said, what is our response? Uh, and e- each of us have beliefs about God. Um, and, and I would ask, like, how are these beliefs informing your daily life? How, how is the, the way that you view God, how does that inform uh, your life, how you talk to people, how you spend your money, how you spend your time, what, what, do, you, what you do? Uh, and the idea with this, this series is for us to see how we are a part of God's story, this never-ending story, as we said it. But before we can get into that, we have to kind of work through and dig through what we actually believe about God. How do you talk about God's story if you don't really fully understand what you believe about God? And when you talk about God, it just, it just feels big, right? God. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you just get, it just, it, it seems so massive to think about God. God. And I think for, you know, a lot of us, uh, just that concept, it's so big that it can almost, uh, we can almost minimize it in, in, in our minds because of how big it is. Like, wow, it's just so incomprehensible, whatever. I don't, so I'm not even really going to think about it. And, and that's what, you know, you can, you can do that. It's like, you can do that. It was like, wow, that feels, uh, that feels big. And I don't really understand. And so, okay, well, he's there. I believe in him, but I don't really get it. So being that we are in Christmas time, we, we often hear a lot about baby Jesus, right? Jesus coming to earth. And so I have a question for you, and this kind of stems a little bit from what even CR said in the video. Did the Son of God exist before he was born to Mary? Did the Son of God exist before he was born to Mary? Have you ever thought about that? Have you ever even thought to ask that question? 
But how you answer that question directly impacts how you view Jesus. Is Jesus God? Was he just a good man that God used? Was he just a prophet? Or was he God? Our main scripture verse to today, uh, the verses that we're getting into today, play an important role in us building a proper view of Jesus. And they also will help us see how we are being invited into this bigger story of what God is doing. So if you have your Bibles, I'm going to invite you to open to John chapter 1. This is probably one of my favorite openings uh, to, a, to a book in the Bible. Uh, you can keep that slide down for a second. I'm not quite there. Um, we'll get there in just a second. But this is one of the most epic uh, openings to a book in the Bible. Um, and, and there's something really special about the, the book of John. So I, I don't know if you've heard the word gospels before. So the gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And the, I don't know if you've heard the synoptic gospels. The synoptic gospels are Matthew, Mark, and Luke. But John is a little different. And the reason John is different, where the first three uh, gospels focus more on uh, what Jesus taught and did, John focuses more on who Jesus is. So when you're reading John, you will see this theme of who Jesus is um, where, and, and, and why that's a little different. But we see this amazing intro to John chapter 1. Let's go ahead. We can, you can pop that back up now. John chapter 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. What an opening, right? Like, I can see this, I don't know any Star Wars fans, I can see this being like a scrolling, like, Star Wars, like, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the, you know, you're like reading that, and you got the music in the background, like, it's like, it could be the beginning of, like, a movie like that, right? And then it ends, like, in the darkness has not overcome it. And then we get into this, like, epic story, like, it's, it's so big, right? It just, it just feels, it feels big, it feels epic, but in all, in all seriousness, no, like John is setting a foundation. John is setting a foundation to the story. He's giving some context to the story. In the beginning was the Word. Sound familiar to any other scripture verses that you know? Genesis chapter 1. In the beginning, God created. This is not on accident. This is put there intentionally to draw this connection in the beginning. Let's remember why John is writing this book. What is, what, what is his main focus? Who is Jesus? Who is this Jesus? And he's drawing these parallels to the beginning of all creation, right? In the beginning was the word. Word, what is this word, word? This word, word is actually the word logos. The word logos. In the beginning was the Logos, and the Logos was with God, and the Logos was God. This word has deep roots, or had deep roots, in both Jewish and Greek thinking of the time. 
Jewish rabbis would often refer to God in terms of his word, his logos. They would speak of God as the word of God. Whereas the Greeks saw the logos as the power that puts all things, uh, puts sense into the world. Making, making the world orderly instead of chaotic. And so with John opening like this, he's, he's acknowledging that both Jews and Gentiles have been talking and writing and thinking about this word, this, this logos. And in a sense, he's saying, let me tell you about this logos. Let me tell you about this word. Let me tell you who this is. And in this opening, we also get a reinforcement of the triune nature of God. C.R. likes to say that in our car videos. Have you noticed? Triune nature. He said it in this one too. Triune nature of God, the Trinity. God in three distinct persons, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, all God. And it's hard for us to even wrap our heads around this. It's like, how do you, you've seen people say it's kind of like an egg. You got the shell and the yolk and the, it's like, oh, okay. I mean, it's like, we're trying, we're trying to, to, to give a, a, a good picture of this. But at the end of the day, we see this. We see these distinct persons of God, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. And, and John is, is going like, hey, in the beginning, were these persons, these three people together from the beginning and through this word, through the logos, all things were created. All things came to being through, through this. And in this word was life. And that life is the light of the world. Here you get, you get a lot of light and dark contrast. The light has come into the world. Let's continue. John chapter 1. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world. And though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. This is one that a lot of us know. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only son who came from the father, full of grace and truth. The word is Jesus There's, there's a lot of people who will, will take these, this first part in John and try to twist it in a weird way to say that, well, they're not really saying that Jesus was God. And you can get into all these crazy things. But at the end of the day, the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. How do you view Jesus? What is your view of Jesus? We see a few things in these passages. The first one is pre-existence. Pre-existence. The Son of God, Jesus, was before he was born as a man. He's God. He wasn't just, oh, 
well, Mary had him, and now another God is in the world. No, God was before, and we see this. In the beginning was the Word. He was with God. He was God. They are one. And so we see this eternal existence of the Word. Whatever you can say about God, you can say about the Word. Jesus. Jesus is kind of a big deal. Can I say it like that? And I say, when I say kind of, I mean like he's a really big deal. And yet, we get into this Christmas season. Oh, again, like I said, it's a cute baby Jesus. But here we see, like, the word, the logos, like part of what brought all things into being is coming into the world. That's, that means a lot to us. We, we talk about, like, God loving us. Like, this is a direct reflection of his love for us. Coming into a sinful world, coming into a broken world, coming in and living this life, living through the temptations that we have and through the sin and all the other muck and grossness, and, and, and here is God coming in. Emmanuel, right? God with us. And the other part of this that we see is divinity and humanity. Divinity and humanity. This is from God. This is God. But we also see humanity. You hear the term fully God, fully man. When we talk about Jesus, we're talking about fully God, fully man. The word became flesh, right? And dwelt among us. How does this change your view of Jesus? Does it? Maybe these verses you read and you haven't read for a while, you've never read them before, but you start thinking about how does this make you think of Jesus? Maybe you've never thought about it before. What's interesting is I found a, I found a study um, or a, like a survey online, and it said that there's like 40% of Christians that don't believe that, that the Son of God, Jesus, existed before his birth. And again, maybe you've never thought about it. We, we also get this idea that he's like somehow like the second tier well, you've got God the Father, right? And we, we think, again, we, these terms of Father and Son, we think, well, the Father is obviously more powerful and bigger. It's God the Father, right? So the Son, well, he's kind of, I mean, he's still God, kind of like mini-God, right? No, it's God, right? But this is hard for us to comprehend. Again, we, we get into this, this, this Trinity thing. It's hard to comprehend, but here we are in John 1, we have to see that we have a God, we have Jesus who pre-existed this birth, who was fully God and also fully man. In the beginning of this, I said that there's, there's two things that we have to address. We have to address what we believe and then what our response is to this. My hope for you today is to see that Jesus is God. Jesus is and was and is eternal as God. He's part of creation, part of creating the author, the sovereign God, and yet is here with us, is a distinct person that came and dwelt 
with us? What is your response? What is your response to baby Jesus? You can't just say, well, he's a good guy. He's a prophet. No, he's God. And that's important to us. This is fundamental to our faith. Jesus is God. What is your response? This never-ending story that started forever ago. And now, here we are in 2022, almost 2023, right? Crazy. And we're asking you, how are you being invited into this story? What does this mean for you in your life and your faith? God made it personal. He made it personal. And this season, this Christmas season, we celebrate him making it personal, sending his son to us. And, and here's the thing. We can have fun. We can put up the Christmas trees. We can buy the presents. We can do everything else. But at some point, we all have to, no matter where we are, address this. Jesus is God. And he came to this earth, taking on a human form, living among us, still fully God. How does that change your life? What does that mean for you? In this never-ending story, you think if anybody's familiar with the never-ending story, this, this person starts reading, and while he's reading, he is drawn into the story. He has now become a character in the story, part of the story. And here's the thing, it's the same for us. You can get into Scripture, and you can start reading, and it can feel like this crazy fiction novel that's going on. We mentioned Star Wars. It's a Star Wars novel of all this light and dark and redemption and love and fall. And we can just read it like that and not understand that we are a part of this story. You are a part of this story. God is working in each of your lives He's moving in each of your lives. And what we celebrate this season, this birth of Jesus, has implications to us and our lives. Sure, you can, you know, set up a nativity and you can, you know, talk about little baby Jesus. But at some point, I beg of you, take time this season and think about the weight of this. God coming to earth. Again, it feels so big that I think a lot of us dismiss it. We get so wrapped up in our day-to-day -day lives. I was just That's why it said at the beginning is to exhale. We all just need to exhale. We all just need to take a second and put everything else aside. All the plans that you have to get ready, the things that you have to buy, the scheduling that you have to do, everything else that's running around, we all have that. And then this is just going to be another December that we say, oh, yep, baby Jesus came, let's celebrate. Okay, okay, new year, all right, the crazy starts all over again. And we haven't taken time to think about the fact that God loved you so much 
that he did this. I know for me, it's like, I've been in church for a long time. I grew up in church. I'm now a pastor of a church. And I could do the same thing. I could get into December, you know, do some of the Advent stuff, talk about baby Jesus, talk about the season, all these things. And then you, you just get into the new year and you start your routine again. And okay, it's just another time. But I think for me, I, I even called myself out a little bit in this. It's like, we need to take time to think about this. Because this affects our lives. It affects what we do, how we talk, the way we live our lives. And so I'm gonna encourage us for this, for this season. Enjoy and celebrate the season. Have fun. It's a fun time. I know for me, this time has been even greater. Now that I have young kids who are starting, it, it brings me more joy. I feel like I was maybe a Scrooge for a little bit in my like early 30s and late 20s, you know, you just miss, you miss it, you know, it's like, oh, whatever, it's the tradition stuff, but it's like, the kids bring it out, it's the fun, it's joy, take time, celebrate the season, enjoy what you have, be thankful, but take time to realize the bigger picture, the magnitude of what this season actually means for our faith, eternal God, right, eternal God coming to earth, Ben, you guys can come up, the creator of all things, the author of all things, the one who is in control, coming to earth. Our view of God. What do you view about God? What do you view about Jesus? In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son. And I'll say too, there, there's a challenge for us. In, in verse 11, he says, He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave them the right to become children of God. That is your response. You can see the glory of creation. You can see all of these things. And you can be like many of the people who actually interacted with Jesus in life and say, no, I'm, I'm not accepting that. Or you can say, I'm going to accept that. I'm going to accept who Jesus is. And in that, we become children of God. This is why it's important to work through this. This is salvation, the Messiah, the coming Savior, how will you respond to who Jesus is? Will you see yourself as part of this never-ending story of what God is doing? Will you take part in this never-ending story of what God is doing and bring his kingdom to earth? That's what we're being invited into today and tomorrow and the day after and the day after. Let's pray.
God, we thank you for this season that we are in. This season that we can hopefully take time to reflect on the miraculous. To reflect on the fact that you came down to earth taking on human form, living a life that was perfect, setting an example because you love us and because you make all things new and are working to make all things new. So God, may we in this season take time to reflect on who you are, what we believe about you. And even in times where we may not fully understand every aspect of who you are, we trust in you. We trust in what you are doing, that you are moving. And we thank you for the story that you've brought us into and that we get to play a part in this story and that you call us into it. We thank you for Jesus for what that means for us. May we take time to really think about that and ponder that this time, this season. We love you, and it's in your name we pray. Amen. I'm gonna ask you to stand and join us as we continue this time of worship together. Smile.